where get to witness history. Today, the third day of the NFL Combine, Anthony Richardson out of Florida posted the best athletic testing ever for an NFL quarterback. To rephrase that, Anthony Richardson is about to be the most athletic quarterback in NFL history. Six foot four, 244 pounds, a 4.4340 with just three quarterbacks were better than that during the last 20 plus years of the NFL combine. There's a caveat. Michael Vick ran a 4.33 back in 2001. He was 34 pounds lighter. Reggie McNeil, a 4.35. He was 46 pounds lighter. And Robert Griffin III, a 4.41. He was now 19 pounds lighter. And on top of that, Anthony Richardson now holds the combine record for quarterbacks at the vertical jump and the broad jump. This makes this draft class even more exciting and entertaining for the next two months. Yeah, that's the big takeaway for me is Anthony Richardson is making this draft class more entertaining as a whole. I think this draft class is down a little bit, but if Anthony Richardson has MVP type of ceiling, which is clearly in play based off his athleticism, how young he was, obviously there's a lot of uh, things to iron out in the past game with him, but there's development uh, potential here with him. So that's what makes him fun. And it's not just the most athletic quarterback of all time. If you put him as like a wide receiver, a defensive end and stuff, you're talking about 99th percentile athlete at those athletic positions too. So it's the strength. He has a lot of the uh, like lower body strength of like a Jalen Hurts, but he can open it up and run it like Justin Fields out in space. He's not Lamar Jackson side to side, but he can run over you. And that's where you're going to get some of these Josh Allen type of comparisons. There's a few layers to unpack here, and let's spend a little bit of time, even though I'm sure as we go on over the next two months, we'll have entire videos on Anthony Richardson. As soon as he posted, because he did the jumps first, when you break the combine record, obviously there's a lot of acclaim to that. Uh, You get a bunch of responses and tweets saying like, well, why does it matter? Um, It matters, you know, like from multiple angles. One, it's just cool to witness the most athletic player who ever tested his position, point blank, period. But second, this isn't the days of statue quarterbacks like Tom Brady any longer. You know, we have seen quarterbacks in the last few years. One, offenses use athleticism to their advantage. You can look at Jalen Hurts. You can look at Josh Allen. You can look at with the rushing scores. And then you can look at even someone like Justin Fields who can make plays when the roster is down. Right. And on top of that, When you are more athletic, or let's just say the most athletic player whenever you touch an NFL field, it can mask or at least bring down the timing of uh, mistakes. You know, it it, it makes your, I think, window to make mistakes a little bit larger because that athleticism can overcome some deficiencies you have in other places. And at the end of the day, Hayden, football is an athletic sport. Like, why wouldn't you want to be athletic? Yes, of course. Like we're seeing what all these like quarterbacks on third and twos are doing and like red zone like that to me, that's like the next frontier. They're trying to ban uh, QB sneaks because it's so effective. You need a big quarterback to do that. All that type of stuff is going to be playing into his favor. Um, Yeah, all the top quarterbacks in the league are very athletic. Like for every Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, there's a Jalen Hurts at the top of the league. Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, all those types of league. And this guy's more athletic than a lot of those guys as well. And also when you are this athletic, it actually gives you a chance to develop as a passer because some of those sacks that you would be taking, if you didn't have the athleticism, you can actually scramble around for a first down here and there. So Anthony Richardson for as athletic as he was, his actually, his stats, um, 
against pressure, uh, taking sacks and stuff, were actually very good. And that's kind of his under um, one of his most like secret traits is avoiding sacks inside the pocket. And when you can do these type of things out in space, like this play where you're shredding off uh, defensive players at LSU, this is what makes him super special. So I think now his floor is basically like the ninth overall pick where the Panthers are Falcons at eight. We have the lions at six, make a ton of sense for a lot of reasons, but I think there's even some chances that he goes top three, top four in this draft after what he showed uh, at the combine. I mean, all you can do if you're listening to us in the podcast, we definitely go on the YouTube channel and watch us is almost giggle at watching some of this stuff because it's so much fun. And like you said, he's a locked in top nine overall pick. I mean, I'll go on record here on what may the fourth March, the fourth that uh, all four of these top quarterbacks will go in the top 10 firmly believe that, but you and I are big fans of, of Justin Fields. It has taken some time for, the passing game to progress with him. You know, they had that mini vibe where they finally tailored some of the offense around him. And, you know, you even saw with their play calling, they trusted him more, especially in the red zone, that rate jumped up that they allowed him to throw the ball much, much, much higher. Um, dare I say that one Justin Fields is most likely the reason why the team at number one overall is going to bypass the quarterback position. And two worst case scenario, Anthony Richardson can probably come in and do a lot of the things that Justin Fields has done already in his career and elevate an offense with just ludicrous plays that you can't see anyone else mm -hmm. do. The caveat, only 13 games started. And to your point, like, I think even the stats as a whole with Anthony Richardson, I'm not going to say are skewed because there are stats and all we have is 13 games and that's very little. You know, like since Trey Lance, we probably haven't had a quarterback with that few of, you know, passing snaps. But you saw the progression from, I don't know, his second start ever to his 12th start ever. Mm -hmm. And just that natural progression as we go along will only happen, I think, more and more once he hits the NFL. Just to compare him to Justin Fields, I think we're in a similar ballpark with Fields, Trey Lance, and Anthony Richardson. I think that Justin Fields was, A, way more productive than Anthony Richardson was. Yes. He has much better touch. That's where Anthony Richardson has to improve. His touch, and we saw that in the drills today, some of those out routes – uh, just didn't have the same exact touch and timing. That's something, though, I do think that you can get uh, better at. And I think some people view the inexperience as a weakness. I view it as a positive because I think we can project him to get better. On the flip side, flip side with like Will Levis, he's been around. He's a redshirt senior. Like All of his weaknesses that he shows on tape will get to his footwork today. I mean, he's had all the time in the world just to kind of iron that stuff out. Anthony Richardson, all of his weaknesses, you can say, hey, he just needs more reps to kind of figure this stuff out. So I think that's where the the bull case is here. And I think obviously, like if you're just looking at like the Super Bowl, and this is what I'm gonna keep going back to, you have you're facing Patrick Mahomes for the next couple of years, Josh Allen, these elite guys. Are you gonna walk into that Super Bowl or try to get to that Super Bowl with a quarterback that's five foot ten? Or are you gonna roll the dice and hopefully try to take a six foot four freak? a superhero like Anthony Richardson. So I'm going to be, I'll be curious to see what, how we kind of price in Bryce versus Anthony Richardson and these type of guys. It, it is so funny that we go from Bryce young, who we'll get to in a moment, who did measure in over five ten and over 200 pounds, but then to literally the most athletic quarterback who's ever put together an athletic profile. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I said, Bryce, uh, I give him uh more intelligence factor for not yeah. showing up and going out. He would have been in the same exact group as CJ Stroud and bad. Anthony. Richardson. It would have looked really bad. And I'm a huge Bryce Young fan. We'll get into that in just a moment. Um, to put into context one more time why athleticism might matter, 
even if you want to disregard everything you've watched over, I don't know, the last half decade in the NFL. So only one safety that tested at the combine this year ran a faster 40-yard dash time than Anthony Richardson. That was Brandon Hill out of Pittsburgh, and he's also 51 pounds lighter. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's it's truly absurd stuff. Daniel Jeremiah, obviously on the broadcast at NFL Network, said he spoke to already two teams who have Anthony Richardson as their quarterback too, but those two teams are not in the quarterback market, which you might also dovetail that comment with, well, if they are already good enough at evaluating the quarterback position and they like Anthony Richardson, maybe other teams should as well. I could see this going a number of ways. You know, I could see a team trading up into the third overall pick to solidify their place to get Anthony Richardson. We go quarterback, quarterback, quarterback to start this draft. I could see a team like the Detroit Lions sitting there at number six overall because of, you know, the trade that they have made, uh, not because of their win-loss record, and saying, okay, this is our Alex Smith to Patrick Mahomes dynamic that we go from Jared Goff, who has zero guaranteed money on his contract, and then we can cut him after this season, save $30 million almost per season, and then have Anthony Richardson maybe work with Ben Johnson, whoever Dan Campbell has, underneath his belt in what 2024 then i can also see like maybe a wild team that we're not considering like the las vegas raiders here when you hear josh mcdaniels talk about uh when going from tom bray to cam newton how much he loved calling plays with cam newton how he drafts tim tebow in denver how jarrett sidham had more athleticism than Derek carr there's a number of different directions we can go with this already Yep, I would set his higher lower for draft position at six flat because the Lions picked there, and I think that was probably helping them. The Titans could make sense. They already tried a similar type of prospect with Malik. By the way, Malik Willis, Anthony Richardson, like not even close in any capacity no, at all. Like, I, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, I 100% want to bring this up because I know we have a bunch of fantasy football viewers and listeners, and maybe they got the rug pulled out of them from Malik Willis last year. When you go and look at those offenses, Malik Willis, it was all along the sideline, never worked the middle of the field, but just wasn't prepared. And as soon as we yeah. saw that in preseason and the regular season, he's blind to the middle of the field. And that is not the case yeah. for Anthony Richardson. And remember, which sideline was that? That was the, the Liberty sideline, not the <laughs> SEC sidelines. <laughs> And he's also not the most athletic prospect to ever. But he's younger and everything. It's everything. Have you ever been on vacation after a long day of activities or sightseeing? You have a night in room service, bathrobes and television or movies. And when you're in a foreign country, you scroll Netflix or Hulu or whatever streaming service you have. And you realize that the library of content there is so much larger than it is in the United States. You start a new show, a new series, and when you get back home, you realize you now have to find that on a different service or pay for it in a different way. That is where Surfshark comes in. It's a VPN service that lets you virtually travel the world with a tap of a finger. You can go to Spain, Canada, Costa Rica to watch the content available in those countries. So you can try Surfshark today, totally risk-free with a 30-day money-back guarantee. And get Surfshark VPN at surfshark.deals slash underdog or enter promo code underdog for three extra months for free. You heard me right. Three extra months for free. That is surfshark.deals slash underdog. All right. Um, no other quarterback put together an entire athletic profile. So maybe we should shift over to the one that was throwing back to back with Anthony Richardson. And that is CJ Stroud coming out of Ohio State. Six foot three, 214 pounds. 
Um, hopefully everyone has watched the video, the scheme episode I did with now Panthers quarterback coach Josh McCown. Uh, hint, hint, wink, wink. Uh, Josh McCown compared him to Joe Burrow. And, you know, it's so interesting. My comparison is more Dak Prescott, just like a distributor, perfect placement. The timing is there. And the, the word that comes to mind, Hayden, is just smooth. You know, mm-hmm. it makes it look effortless. And it was so fun to watch Richardson play top golf and like throw these deep shots. But then CJ Stroud match him almost throw for throw without putting almost anything into it. That was that was the big takeaway is he threw the ball further than Anthony Richardson on that one drill. And it doesn't look like he's putting that much into it. And I think a lot of people kind of are overlooking CJ Stroud's arm strength. It's actually pretty good. I'm just like looking at on target rate on throws 10 plus air yards and near the sideline, the tough throws out there. His was at 65 percent. That is super, super good. So I think that one thing that kind of came out today is he's an accuracy based quarterback. And he's yes. super smooth, like you said. But I think we've kind of undersold his arm strength a little bit just because he doesn't do it all the time. He doesn't have that creative ability um, out there. But he is, like you said, Dak Prescott, Joe Burrow, all those type of quarterbacks, how he just looks in the pocket, how smooth he is. And I think that you can walk away out of the combine if he was your QB1 saying, check, check, check. Everything in those drills look completely smooth. He just looks like an NFL starting quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally with you when it comes to if you rank him as quarterback one, there's really no argument against it. You know, it's just depending on what you're looking for. Uh, The only reason I hesitate a little bit with Burroughs because how great he was using his legs at LSU. And obviously, I mean, just working on a shotgun all season, we saw just the mental processing pre and post now, but it took him a little bit to get there, you know? And I think Stroud Um, has it to some degree as well. And I think think Stroud wanted to use his legs more often. And we've kind of heard that after the season during this draft process. And we saw it against Georgia, you know, Georgia's loaded with defensive front players, as we have Mm -hmm. seen over the last two years. And that was the game that we saw him immediately in CJ Stroud defeat interior disruption buy himself some space and then still keep his eyes up and hit passes yep. down the field. So CJ Stroud is, I mean, distributors, the number one word, and it's just the motion is all effortless and the placement yeah. seems effortless too. If to me, if you're just like looking at like median projections of what his NFL careers look going to look like, I would say he's comfortably the quarterback one. I could very easily see him be a pro bowl type of player. Does he have the ultimate ceiling like an Anthony Richardson does? Probably not. I think that's why you and I are kind of hoping that he turns into like a Dak Prescott, who's a a borderline top five, top 10 guy, not going to win an MVP probably. But I think that that's where he is. And for most classes, that's a first overall player. And I wouldn't be shocked if CJ Stroud is the number one overall player right now. I agree. So those are the quarterback two in markets for betting to go number one overall. And now Anthony Richardson is the quarterback three in markets. He has jumped fully will levis will levis who i don't think did anything to hurt necessarily his evaluation today in terms of he put out a 34 inch vertical jump a 10 foot four inch broad jump which that is only behind anthony richardson a six foot four 229 pound quarterback what did you see when watching levis today so he he looks like a big dude that can run over your face and hurdle you out in space and throws the ball with a lot of velocity. And he did all of that stuff. But there are some things that I didn't really like talking about his footwork, talking about like where CJ Stroud's so smooth. Will Levis is not smooth. When he goes to the back of his drop and some of these drills of throwing these out routes in particular, he stops 
and it just looks like it's not in rhythm. And he had this like little false step that they kept talking about on the broadcast that some or that most quarterbacks don't like to do because it throws off their timing. He always seemed like he was like a, a little bit late. And then he kind of has this like throwing motion where he goes like more like across his body. And it's because he's so jacked, right? I feel like he doesn't have like a natural he's like, muscle bound. Right. And I, I think that's a weakness. Like there's a reason why a lot of baseball pitchers and like Tom Brady, for example, they really lean out and the ball just comes out of their hands. So naturally he's like muscle throwing it and it just doesn't look to me as natural. And the ball can kind of spray a little bit. So yeah, he can throw it through your face and he can throw it 60 yards downfield. But to me, the intermediate and the underneath touch and the footwork in particular for somebody that is going to be 23 years old, he is a redshirt senior. He's got Penn State and Kentucky uh, coaching in his background. And to me, that's the big concern is that the footwork and the throwing motion still doesn't look natural for somebody that is uh, definitely on the older side of prospects. I'm surprised he didn't work out. Uh, he's coming off a turf toe injury that set him back in terms of his mobility for the 2022 season. He was so linear, you know. Um, but when you go back and apparently watch 2021, he is much more athletic. They use him almost as a, a battering ram in terms of his ability. But man, the 2022 stuff just wasn't good. Now it's a different offense coordinator, the offensive line. But we'll get into some of these throws that we'll show. And you can watch the stuff I did with with Josh McCown, uh, NFL quarterback coach for the Carolina Panthers. Um, <laughs> but, this needs to be a drinking game. But th this is the throw. Like what you did see yeah. is flick of the wrist. And boom, it's going 60 yards like that. That yeah. is probably is. something that separates him other than Anthony Richardson in this mm -hmm. class, you know, and I think he throws a better ball over the middle versus out to the sideline. And I think I mean, it's this because, is a brutal decision, by the way, like, yeah, this popped up. If you have not gone and watched that scheme, this right. is third and or second and 12 down three, nothing inside the red zone against Georgia's freaking defense. This is so clearly a too high shell. And for some reason, this is where the flick of the wrist, trusting your arm a bit too much, thinking you can hit the honey hole. And you can't do it. It's a brutal throw. Like yeah. both of these players had chances at interceptions. And then this one later on, Hayden, makes me cringe as well because it's a case where if hopefully I cut it. Nope, I did not. Uh, it was a case where like you saw a safety rotate down to cover one. And so the seam would have been a perfect bender to look to the left, move the safety, then work to the right, and he just refused to do it. He stared down his guy running a curl and just sat in space. That's that's really scary stuff for me when watching Levis play. Yeah, well, I think we should spend a full video on his decision making and stuff. I'm not that convinced, but to me, just like when he, like his natural throwing motion over the middle, he like he can wait on that and then throw it with like his arm strength, and make up to it. The timing routes on the outside and stuff where you kind of have to trust it. That's to me where it kind of really falls off of a cliff. So we'll see. He's not he's not my guy. Bryce Young, five foot ten and one eighth, two hundred and four pounds, elected to do nothing. As you said earlier, he was going to have Smart. to throw right next to Anthony Richardson and CJ Stroud. So he he set this one out. Um, I really like Bryce Young, despite that body type that he has, which is small and short. Um, he does work over the middle of the field and he thrives in chaos. You know, it's a weird combination. We do see a bunch of shorter quarterbacks. You can't read the middle of the field. Russell Wilson comes to name and so does Kyler Murray. Uh, I see in Bryce Young's game that he is willing to work in that area. Maybe he can't see it, but he knows who is open there. 
Um, what do you think of Bryce Young, despite us not seeing anything, anything change for you? Yeah, I mean, I think that he's knocking away as much as he did this, like as he did today. I think he's probably going to be playing in that 190, 195 range for most of his career. And that's that's pretty small. It's just kind of like a weird profile because the way he plays, he's going to have to take hits. Like he he does this stuff inside the pocket and he creates, and that's where he is such a playmaker. But at the same time, that's where you leave yourself most vulnerable. Like compared to like Kyler Murray, who's obviously going to be his comp just based off of size. I think that Kyler is a more dynamic athlete. Uh, a little bit thicker than Bryce Young is, and I think just a better athlete in general. So we'll see. And then Kyler Murray, for he's been banged up for, for multiple times of his career as well. So that's going to be the big debate here. Um, he's he's small. We, we knew that. Yes. Uh, I I I don't think that he had like the the same velocity as even like CJ Stroud on his throws either. But we're going to find out on his on his pro day what he's going to run and all that stuff. Yeah, and you're referring that to his games and obviously not throwing because he did not throw. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's really nothing else left to say about Bryce Young. Again, I would still, if I had to put one player going as a first overall pick, it is still Bryce Young, but this process is so long. And now we have real flashes and also someone who, again, to refer to this, a small quarterback, and there have been ones that have worked in that department mm -hmm. versus now the best athletic profile. Not saying that Richardson is going number one, but it. And then CJ Stroud, which is somewhere in between and makes it all look effortless. At the end of the day, I think all four of these quarterbacks go in the top 10 overall. I think at least three of them do. <laughs> all right. That's going to do it. I think for this quarterback show, one final note, since I know that there's some Stetson Bennett fans out there, mm. he ran a faster 20 yard short shuttle time than all but four wide receivers in this class at 4.2 seconds. And I feel like that's the only thing. Worth saying today. He he, I mean, he threw it. He kind of threw it a he little did. bit better than what I thought. Oh, uh, last uh, two last quick notes. Hendon Hooker. He got positive news on his ACL. He seems like he's on pace with his rehab. He's an older prospect. He's probably a second round type of player. And then uh, DTR out of UCLA. I think he's got a case to be the, the sixth quarterback. We're talking about day two, day three prospects here, but he did pretty well both in his runs and throwing the ball. Tons of experience at UCLA. I swear he was playing against USC for a half decade over there, but uh, I think that he would make more sense than like Tanner McKee or something like that. Dorian Thompson Robinson, even you saying that is shocking for a Bruin. He was at 62208 and Stetson was 511 and 192 pounds. All right, go and check out. We're about to post it a wide receiver slash tight end combine workout recap and reaction. We already have that for pass rushers. We already have that for defensive backs, cornerbacks and safeties and go and watch scheme much longer discussions on these top three slash four quarterbacks for Hayden. I'm Josh up the villa. We'll talk to you next time. See ya.